This is Tales of Swordfall. Episode 25, Dreams and Dusk. Hello everyone, this is Tales of Swordfall. I am Paul, I am the DM, and who am I with tonight? You're it with Very Random Butterfly playing Rayanne, who is probably contemplating her life choices right now, and very confused. And this is Guy playing Norik Valtzper, who is currently contemplating Rayanne's life choices. <laughs> and you're with Ammon, who's playing Ash, who is currently contemplating uh, chasing some kobolds. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And uh, we have two people missing tonight, but that won't stop us. Woo. Woo. Yeah, I don't know why I said it like a vaudevillian criminal, though. Uh, anyways. It was good. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. So, last time, um, I think we wrapped up the whole how did Ran mess up and how much trouble it got everyone else in uh, tale. Uh, there was a small court trial which ended with Norik maybe being uh, found not guilty. But then there was a cobalt attack. <laughs> and there were some fires being put out and stuff like that. It was a... No, that was... I think I'm getting my episodes mixed up. But either way, <laughs> fires, court, cobalts, mayhem... All that good stuff. So, the last place we left, um, Ash and Tyrker and Mantis were at the stables. You three were getting shown uh, ponies, essentially. Because uh, this is a halfling town, why would they keep full-size horses? That would be um, kind of suicide on their part. Well, not really, but... It's know. like a monster truck for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if uh, there there was any equivalent to monster trucks or, like, uh, lifted trucks that were meant for off-roading, it would probably be a horse, so... Hey, guys, look at my new horse. It's, it's higher than everything. Um, <laughs> tall. Mine's four feet tall. <laughs> Mine has it. <laughs> Mine has mud flaps. <laughs> Mine has headlights. <laughs> Look at all the headlights. Just all these lanterns just hanging off a horse. Oh man. So it seems that. Tukaramantis. Um they've been having stare downs every once in a while and uh Tirker and Mantis kinda have this like odd little conversation of like chasing down the kobolds and uh it turns out to be this 
thing that leads to them just rushing off ahead of everyone else. And you're not... Well, actually, give me an insight check, uh, Ash. Let's, let's see if there's something you can pick up from this. Teen. Uh, yeah. Um, you can tell there's been some kind of friction. You don't know where it's coming from. You don't know what all these, like, whispered conversations between Mantis and Tyrker are. Like, uh, how, how would you perceive, like, all the interactions that they've been having? I guess. I mean, I... Knowing Mantis a little bit for a while, I, I knew that Mantis was a, a little strange, nothing uh, super obvious, but uh, seems like kind of a rivalry, but also like a kindred spirit between the two of them is what I would, would I, is what I would say. If you rolled low enough, I'd be like, yeah, they're totes in love. <laughs> now nah, you you yeah you're old high enough to know that there's there's something deeper going on it isn't love but That's something they have in common yeah there's okay. there's some kind of connection mm. like i wish an ellen light yeah, yeah. Thing. hey that could have been love too just saying i've read <laughs> enough fanfics anyways <laughs> Well, I know they're all busy rushing off, but uh, Ash knows that uh, planning is, is the key to victory and that uh, perhaps a small rest before we chase the kobolds will give us an advantage once we uh, fight with them again. Yeah. Um, and this is probably about the time that um, Rayan and Nord show up after their li little meeting and goodbye with uh, Gavin. Wow, I almost completely forgot his name. He's only been gone for one game. <laughs> so how, how are you feeling about like going down and hunting some kobolds and stuff right now, Norik? Let's see. Actually, I'm not sure. Was, was Norik even aware that people were going to go chase him down? Uh, there was a little talk of that after, like, everyone ran away and you guys were taking pot shots at uh, the goblins as they were okay. fleeing. And you know there's at least one real dangerous uh, magic user who's looking really beaten up. Um... Well, I'm going to say Nork is, uh, he's contemplating going after them. And, uh, you know, these things destroyed his hometown anyway. So he's feeling a little bit salty towards them. Uh, actually very salty towards them. But he also knows he's not really in any condition to go out into battle right now. And how about Ran? How is she feeling about rushing off to kill a magic user? Like, you know, Ran has 
I think one spell slot left. She's had her head chopped off. She's had all that chaos that may or may not have been her fault. She's got like 18 out of 46 health. I think she's a little banged up. Ooh, yeah. Um, and you're probably like down to what two or three greater health potions. Yeah, and I'm, I'm pretty sure she probably shouldn't chug the rest. Yeah, or else Tirker is really going to get on her for that. Oh, probably a lot. <laughs> it's yeah. bad enough she could barely keep the coat and all that. <laughs> well, Tirker's not here right now. Um. Yeah, so you guys are gonna, like, stick in the town, or are you gonna, like, ride out a little and then make camp, or... Because, uh, let's see. Came here early morning. It's, like, about mid-afternoon right now. Mm-hmm. And... A lot happened in the half day. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, th this this was kind of a crazy half day for all you guys, so... I... Well, uh, I guess, I mean, I don't think I have actually officially met these other two fellows. Yeah, and like... Uh, yeah, I guess not. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're kind of being like uh, guided to uh, you and the ponies as, as well, since, you know, they perceive you guys as a group. And, <laughs> uh, you know, the stable master's like... Hello there, you must be with that, um, elf and that dwarf, uh, as we promised, uh, here are the ponies. And he kind of slaps one on the, uh, rear, and, you know, give you guys, like, uh, this one's a good one, Grin. Hmm. I guess I'll, uh, look over to these, uh, uh, two people that have, have just walked up and uh, say, I don't think we've officially met. Uh, my name's Ash, and I'll uh, stick my hand out. Uh, yeah, how about, how about you guys actually describe yourself to him, too? Because I don't think we've ever got descriptions for uh, Ran and Nork. Well, at least for the new players. Oh, yeah. Um, so Nork is... Um, he's, I guess, kind of early, middle age, uh, halfling. Um, he's a little over three feet tall, all of 43 pounds. Um, he's got gray hair, a little bit of a chin beard going on. And, uh, pale skin, blue eyed, and he's just... He's got uh, a little bit of a stern face. He kind of tends to keep. So, uh, so when Ash, um, what did you say? Ash uh, went to shake hands, or I forget. Yeah, yeah. So when Ash uh, stuck his hand out, Norik stepped over and, recognizing him from battle, uh, grabbed his hand. Sort of reaching up a little bit <laughs> and shook shook hands and said, "Pleasure to meet you. Thanks for for helping out." 
Not a problem. I'm Norik. Pleasure. All right, and so Rain is about five four. I'd say roughly, given her condition, how she's lived, she's probably maybe one twenty pounds. I, if I had to guess. Anyway. Yeah, she looks malnourished. Yeah. She lived in the streets of Delson, pretty much. So she's pretty much just a street rat who has purple hair for some reason. Cool, cool. (laughs) She's, I would say, a bit of a trickster, but at the same time, she kind of just does whatever she wants, whether it be good, bad, or just whatever she feels like. And she's, and she's totes human. Oh, yep, (laughs) yep. Despite being able to hold something that an elf said that. She couldn't wield. <laughs> oh. But um, she goes over and she's like, Hi, I'm Marianne. Hi, Ash. And uh, I'll go for a handshake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, when you hold her hand, just something doesn't feel right. You being attuned oh. to magic yourself. Huh. Interesting. Do I pick up on him just kind of like... Uh, um... that, that would totally be an insight to uh, see if there was some kind of expression or anything across his face that you could uh, pick up. Alright. Insight. Oh! Oh! Yeah, that was a good timing on that noise. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Uh, so, uh, yeah, like, what was what was the expression that uh, Ash got, like, as soon as he started uh, feeling something weird? Have you have you all ever seen that uh, gif of the the guy blinking? Which oh one? yeah, the one uh, where he kind of like has this. <laughs> turn face like whoa <laughs> like he's shocked oh yeah damn. kind of like not over dramatic but like blinks and kind of uh uh is definitely like a little uh intrigued by whatever that means yeah uh also give me a wisdom check there uh ash or wisdom save wisdom save Ooh. oh for the briefest moment, you saw arcane symbols just all over Ran, but they're not there anymore. What the heck? <laughs> that is something that we will have to uh, discuss at some point, I think. Yeah, just just maybe. <laughs> I'd imagine Ran just noticing a slight off gesture, she just might go. Is there something wrong? Um, I don't know if there's anything wrong, but you are uh, giving off what I would call a a, a magical signature. Uh, have you been uh, exposed to something, or I guess 
this is the time where she pulls out her um arcane focus uh you could say i wield magic oh another caster mm-hmm. and not to mention was. this hair here it wasn't dyed and i wasn't born with it it was a result of it interesting nor chimes in and says that's when he that's what happens when he goes stealing funny magic things kind of mumbling off to the side towards rayanne and just kind of gives him this really look. Um, oh, so you can give me either a history to see if you remember anything or an ar- arcana check. Me or who? Or oh, who? Uh, Ash. Sorry. Yeah, names would probably be good right now. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they're both about the same, so we'll just go arcana. Oh. Yeah, as she pulls out the Elder Focus, and it is slightly pulsating with light, and uh, you recognize this thing as a focus of significant power that should be within an elven family, and this this girl, she don't look elven at all. Let's kind of, again, do kind of a double take, be like, uh, how do you have that? That's supposed to be an an elven artifact, I think. Well, I just acquired it, and I could use it. <clears throat> acquired. Then she just elbows Nork like Kate. <laughs> Well, Miss Ran, you are just full of surprises, but uh, it is a pleasure to meet both of you. Yeah, you bet she is. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> again, um, she just elbows him again. <laughs> well, I think uh, if you all were uh, planning on uh, heading out after the kobolds uh, with uh, the rest of us, uh, it looks like we'll be in a, a bit of a group for for now, if uh if that's okay. Is that where uh, is that where Tyrker went? I think so. He and Mantis ran off here somewhere. I don't know what they've got a weird thing going. Mantis, is that uh, is that your friend? Yeah, a traveling companion of mine for the last uh little bit here. Uh that, that dwarf I, I saw when we were fighting? That's the one. Okay, okay. Ran and Nork can also give me inside checks to see if they can, like you've seen them interact, like a little bit before and a little bit after, fighting. So, yeah. Ran, there might be some kind of romantic relationship happening. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a a shipping insight check? Is that what that turns to? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Will they ship? The answer is always. Everyone. Okay. <laughs> um, the stable master, uh, you know, is just kind of waiting for you guys, and uh, someone comes up to him, and uh, he gets this like surprised look, and look at the three. And uh, 
Uh, Mr. Vulsper, I, ha I have something to tell you. Hmm. You might have to say this in uh, private. And he's mm. like, steps to the side. And uh, Nark's gonna say to Rayanne and uh, Ash, say, I'll be right back. Hopefully. And uh, he takes you like a little bit further down into the stables. I, it, when he said private, apparently he just means like far enough away that you know no one can hear. By the way, guys, you can totally like sneak up and try to eavesdrop if you want. But oh, oh I'm doing that just out of curiosity. I right, uh, give me a stuff. I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect anything less. Yeah. Everyone oh, like, Yeah, that's a good stealth. Payback. And, uh, so, the conversation starts. Ah, uh, Mr. Velsper, um, your cart, um, are you aware of the cargo? Uh, uh, thinking back to what it might be carrying, Nork's trying to remember. You have a dead body. Oh, that's right. Thank you for listening to Tales of Sorkle. Please consider listening to these podcasts. Welcome to a special episode of Where the Wild Things Roll. My name is John and I will be your host and DM for this 5th edition actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast set in the world of Ravarna. This podcast might be a tad different from others you've listened to. The two players will be my 12-year-old son Kinnick and my 10-year-old daughter Kaylee as they learn to play D&D through their very first campaign. We will pick up with our adventurers as they finish their time at Paduke's Adventurers Guild as they take their practical exams in dungeoneering, magical beasts, weapons and armor, puzzle solving, diplomacy, history of the world, and magical cause and effect before they are set out into the world. Can our two adventurers pass their classes and become full-fledged members of the Adventurers Guild? You'll have to tune in and find out next time on Where the Wild Things Roll. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe.